0: Welcome to 16 Candle Cubes, the place where the 80s pass saves! Hello. Emma is here. Um, so, <laughs> if you're hearing this version, just a bit of um, house housekeeping jiggery-pokery, um, we have a, a, a wonderful moment where Ian is spreading his wings and becoming a full paladin. He'll be taking his oath, and in doing that, because of the way you may have already worked this out by listening to the prologue and everything else that's happened before that, Ian doesn't know what god he's going to, and Ian also has only just realised what thing he wants to do. This ah, is for the audience. Yes, uh, um, for this is for the audience, not for Emma, who knows all about this. Yeah, because Emma is a good player. Take note. <laughs> <laughs> so it, um, I wrote um, a brief chat that was going to happen with um, her and some deities, so she can choose her <laughs> deity for Ian. Um, and then when if this takes longer than 20 minutes, it's going to be really boring for Liam and Jade, who would be sat there being like, okay, cool, we're seeing storyline and we're all sharing this community story. But also they have, if it's like 30 minutes, 40 minutes long, it's like, cool, this is an episode where they didn't need to be here. Yes, we've so- also
1: created our own backlog, potentially. <laughs> yes.
0: But um, but by doing this, if it's 10, 15 minutes long, um, you won't have heard this part. <laughs> so that's that's telling you what happened um you won't be hearing this part if it's only 10 15 minutes long i'll just cut this and i'll put it into the episode that comes out um when this would have taken place um if it does however um mm. if it does uh take longer than we're expecting you'll be hearing this as a full episode um and saves our beautiful uh our beautiful alvin duo um or pixie technically as a as a variant on um wood elf, which yep. I've ripped up. Uh, so they're they're currently trancing and enjoying their lives and Dizzy's currently just sat Trancing. He doesn't trance, he just, just sits doing it
1: weird. He has
0: to just sit stay in a state of non movement. Yes. He goes into standby. Aww. Anyway, um, so yes, um Thank you. we will um... So yes, if
1: you're hearing all this, welcome to an episode about Ian picking his god.
0: I mean, yeah, it's it's. And as I said to you earlier, and as I will say to the audience in this bit now, this kind of needs a bit more uh, of a uh, of a thing rather than just oh, I get a new spell in level three druid, or oh, I get my bard to college of thing. Because the way Algnib um, is working, we already knew what his college was going to be, mm. because he's written a, a college specifically for gaming and card games and dice games and stuff like that whereas for yourself oh. you have come into this going yeah I'm going to be a, I'm a paladin of Zeferalon and I want to do this so there's kind of like you're up for you're up for grabs by the list of deities that you'll be yeah, meeting exactly. yeah This
1: it's very exciting
0: But yes as I say if this doesn't take place like this s- afternoon
1: as- remember this might be 243 on a Wednesday
0: <laughs> it depends when they listen anyway so um, is there anything you want to quickly shout out just anything coming up that you might want to say or are you just happy to jump straight well in?
1: just jump straight into the deity good
0: nonsense. good 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 right so um the way this will be working i don't know when this is but uh, this is the night this is for when you fall asleep after the um the incident that took place last episode in our sessions that we played and also in timeline of what we know
1: oh, look how big that is just just so it fits into any episode. (laughs) Well,
0: it's so I know, for example, what last happened was you chased after Brennigan Finn as he turned into a bat. Yes, we did. You all then went to the house. Good times. But I don't know what happened from you finding the... At this moment in time, I don't know what happens between you finding the note, and if you guys go, we're going to go to the jail, we're going to do this, or you go, we're going to camp here for the night and just make sure he doesn't come back. And then this would be fitting. So whenever you fall asleep, this is what takes place. Okay. Um, if this is a, a separate episode, if this isn't a separate episode and I cut it up and put it in, it will just be edited as you fall asleep. Which is why it reads as follows. Yep. As each of you bed down for the night in your own ways, be it finding a comfortable seated position for a trance or a comfortable pillow, we focus on Ian. You find yourself falling asleep in the same ease that you would usually and you start to see the day being processed and in the usual dream state you find yourself getting up and heading in the direction you don't know how you don't know why in the direction of the observatory at the north of Crendel. as you walk towards it you can hear this kind of ominous music playing it sounds like a weird kind of carnival scene where there are. You can see off in the distance people moving uh, closer and closer to this kind of very bombastic lit affair further north than Crendel itself. And you can see that there are actually people walking out of Crendel into the carnival uh, further in the distance. But you have no interest in this carnival just yet as you head directly towards the observatory and pass through the door rather than opening it in the usual fashion you would almost like you're a ghost as you enter into this huge kind of dome-like structure uh, you find yourself looking around and seeing that the the space is this kind of ominous metallic cavern that has no kind of anything there's nothing in there that takes up any of the space apart from this monstrously big uh, kind of t- telescope contraption that is pointed at a hatch in the ceiling that is currently closed. In the space below the telescope you can see four people setting up a small party. There are two or three tables, some chairs, all of which are facing a plinth behind which a blonde elven woman in dark green robes is hanging a banner that you can only currently read the word welcome on. The other people are organising the chairs and putting pamphlets on each of them. There is a gigantic silver scaled dragonborn who looks to be the child of a giant and a dragon. There is a firbolg almost as tall as the dragonborn. Uh, his skin is ashen and speckled with pale, kind of like starry-like um, freckles. And has pale white hair. And the third figure that's not organising the chairs but sitting calmly off to one distance and smiling as she takes everyone in is an elderly human lady who looks to be the personification of a basset hound her skin is cracked and aged, sagging from every kind of like sharp edge of her cheek down to her, her neck and every inch of her is bejewelled in baubles and tchotchkes what would you do Ian in this moment?
1: I'm going to walk in and I'm going to go up to the lady standing at the plinth. Okay. And say to her, Excuse me. I don't really know what's going on, but I feel like something's about to happen that I should be involved in.
0: As you say this, uh, she turns round and you see this very kind of timeless face. Um, think uh, kind of, um think, uh, Lucy from I Love Lucy like just perfect skin beautiful um, like the the screen kind of adores her and everyone in the scene adores her um, but also she has this kind of like very beautiful blonde braid that comes down in this kind of Rapunzel fashion around her she's got these verdant green dress, uh, robes on and uh, she smiles at you and you have a moment of feeling really loved like this really weird moment of like you are the only person in the room right now as she looks at you and smiles at you and her voice comes out in this weird twofold kind of sound that you hear at the same time but naturally rather than that weird kind of like ominous robotic sound uh, you hear her in a voice that sounds young but also timeless and aged at the same time uh say ah ian you're here excellent um gentlemen uh sorry uh madam we we, we have our uh we have our guest and each of the three of them turned to greet you they did kind of acknowledge you were entering and just smiled as you were coming um she, what is this uh she flicks her hand and as she does uh the banner goes up and now you can read the full thing hanging which says welcome ian um
1: what's going on
0: take a seat dear um my name is uh alvarex um please you just uh quickly you you will know each of these people's names as as you hear their names, you immediately ping them up as these are the deities of the names of the deities of the world you're in, just so you're aware. Um so Al- Alvarex greets you. Uh, my name is Alvarex and um I'm uh I'm here to uh try um <laughs> peddle my wares, if you will, to you. And these fine folk are also here. Um, you're um you're currently going through what we would like to refer uh, to as um uh, an epiphany or a, a dream of uh, a dream of uh, clarity
1: so i'm dreaming this isn't real
0: yes you're in it your soul is in a very fine moment at the moment you currently your soul and your body are in two separate places and now your psyche is in a third place you'll split yourself in such a way it, it's fascinating but also <laughs> at the same time marvelous um it's frying my brain a little bit don't worry you're doing perfect you're doing okay. absolutely perfect um you already know one of my friends i believe have you met uh ilaria little uh, yeah wings. The,
1: the pixie the yes. pixie who's,
0: the one that who's was turned into I, fireflies and sent off I, to a story
1: yeah yeah she 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 did she said something about um a, a lady in a tree and yes. she she got changed and something and... that
0: that was me i'm i am that lady in the tree um my name is alvarex i am the goddess of nature for cordelia
1: yeah i know i know your name i've read about you in in one of the books yes
0: um excuse me please let me uh, allow my colleagues to introduce themselves and um you can see that frostcleaver who is the elderly lady just kind of sits where she is uh, but the other two kind of have this moment of the fur steps forward and kind of takes this moment of like trying to big himself up whereas the dragonborn just stays in this very nonplussed fashion just standing near the back. Um, so just because I've said her name uh, the old lady just kind of smiles and looks at her. Hello dear. Um, my name is Ross Cleaver. You may know me as the uh, as the, the 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 goddess of light um, or the uh, the, the the flaming dragon um made of lava that lives um yes um i i I am also interested in uh potentially um uh, acquiring your uh patronage, but oh, um obviously it is your decision um all right I will allow my close friends and um the furball kind of jumping in as well. <laughs> hello, um I am not god um I am abyssal Shud. um I am uh, I am head of church for um for chasing wolf. Um
1: okay. You you're not like I expected you to be in real life. Uh,
0: um <laughs> I am just a uh, a simple book <laughs> uh-huh. I like to uh, I like um, druidic things. I like um I like um things that make uh, the moon and I worship the moon uh, or the chasing wolf. Just because this one hasn't been explained in the world, Uh, the chasing wolf is uh, the god that lives on the moon. Apparently, Um, there is a there is a folklore that that, the
1: moon is made of cheese. Yes,
0: um, and so is this god. (laughs) The god is the cheese lord. The god is said to be um, this uh, is meant to be. I
1: just just thought of a stupid pun around cheese. Instead of God damn, it's God edam. <laughs>
0: Do you remember uh, that inspiration you were proud of earlier?
1: I've still got it. <laughs>
0: it's taken away. Inspiration
1: lasts till you have a long rest, right?
0: It technically ends uh, at the end of the session, but I uh, have been nice and said anyone who gets inspiration this keeps this, it until they use this it. It's
1: technically a long rest. That yes. I'm going through now. But yes. So would this apply because I'm in a dream state?
0: You're making a random rule that doesn't exist. Okay, um, cool. Inspiration stays until you use it in our game.
1: Oh, oh, okay, until... Uh, sorry. Yeah.
0: In other games or in the <coughs> usual rules as written, I believe it's until the end of the session that you would keep the inspiration then you'd lose it in the next session. You wouldn't have it. Anyway, regardless of sleep or not. Apologies. No, nice right. Much. Uh, but for you, uh, the Chasing Wolf is the god that essentially powers the moon in the idea that he is the wolf that lives inside the moon and chases the sun every morning uh and uh, every night trying to catch the moon the sun um okay there is another god that matches that which is the uh the waning wolf that is the god of the sun um but the god of the sun also is uh kind of like one of those deities that is um less followed it's almost like a a, se- a kind of select cult rather than a big kind of like bombastic has its own following and like uh, yeah. like really like m- mainstream deity <laughs> yeah. okay. it's kind of like a sect off the side of if anything it's a sect off the side of um Cleaver who is the goddess of light mm-hmm. um, so it would be like a, a so- story that has trimmed off her existence um, and also <laughs> off the moon thing as well um something you will know is that um, abyssal shade is also a name that is tied closely to this because in some stories of this abyssal is the chasing wolf and he just doesn't know it and in other stories he is just the spokesperson or the in the embodiment of the church to uh to allow people to have a uh, like a, a focus rather than just praying to the moon weirdly <laughs> nothing weird with praying to the moon
1: um what was the first lady
0: called? Uh so the first lady, the blonde lady was yeah. Alvarex. Elverex, thank you. The old lady is Frostcleaver Frost Cleaver. And then
1: it's Abyssal Shade. And
0: Abyssal Shade. You already know Frost Cleaver as well because that was the one that um Torvik uh was showing you in yes. your product. Yes. Finally, uh one that technically needs no introduction for you as a child of a family that follows him. Yeah. But also seeing him in the flesh is kind of a bit weird is this huge kind of, as I say this giant of a dragonborn who takes up more spit like you are a big dragonborn as well and everyone knows that dragonborn are quite beefy kind of Dwayne Johnson kind of build sort of thing this guy makes Dwayne Johnson look like Mark Wahlberg in that kind of small like very muscular but at the same time he's still just normal height probably the best way to look at him is like you know the guy who plays the mountain in yes. uh, game of thrones yes think him um I think him. okay bjorn iron not bjorn iron side that's the guy from uh from vikings it's like uh half yes. thor or something like that. his name yeah him that guy
1: the mountain
0: google that um and just see the huge but he's big silver scaled uh blue eyes has this constant kind of mist rising up the sides of his jaw as his frost breath kind of just it doesn't seem to interact with anything around him
1: I know you I recognise you my parents have got pictures of you all over the house
0: ah you know me that's good
1: Zepharalon
0: Zepharalon yes the
1: knowledge god
0: the god of knowledge yes
1: aye yeah my, my parents follow you
0: sorry how
1: do you do and then I bow <laughs> Because
0: <laughs> he just has this short bark of a laugh you have to bow at me
1: well, I, I shall bow at all of you and then I bow to the other three as well. It's all very awkward, like a quick sort of jerky... Oh, it's
0: cracking. <laughs> I don't know why I've made him Sean Bean.
1: <laughs> that was where Ian's voice started, and it's yeah. really... I don't know what Ian's accent is now.
0: In AU, where Zepharalon was, he was this big bombastic like, hey, <laughs> let's do this. Um, and now he's Sean Bean. He's, Sean Bean, apparently.
1: he's in his real world now. It, yeah. uh,
0: um, anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, uh, so they all kind of create a, uh, and it turns back to Alvarex again. You know. um, so I will be kind of the master of ceremonies, if you will, um, if you please. Again, like to take a seat. Uh, we're all going to uh, suggest to you what we can offer you um, as a uh, as a paladin of. I believe you're going for the the. Uh, you're becoming a redeemer.
1: Aye. Yes. I um, obviously when I was doing uh, my paladin training, I uh, read about all the oaths and. Uh, I've been thinking about it because you, you have to to be a paladin and I feel that uh, without knowing it while he talks he's kind of adopted um, an interviewee attitude mm. it's that I've suddenly gone overly formal and um, less fidgety and mm, big words um, I feel drawn to the the oath of redemption I feel it speaks to my Skill set and it is the best choice for me
0: so the three that you can see kind of like listening to you like intently um so all of them but Zafaralon, uh, are all kind of nodding and smiling and stuff like. That. and zephyrlon is just zephyrlon kind of writing notes <laughs> Zafaralon is just uh, kind of arms folded finger on a temple l- l- nodding and straight-faced um he seems to be uh as i say from the three of them they look quite uh like oh we're, we're you're welcomed here as our guest and uh Zephar- has this kind of like i couldn't be asked to be here i'm just here because i have to be sort of thing uh- <laughs> <Great>. <laughs> um which you would know as well um Zepharolon is the uh is the god of knowledge but also is a uh is famously a very kind of brash Kind of um, aggressive god. Um, he has the the ascent, which is what most knights of cognition, the people who follow him, that aren't just going in for a an oath with him uh, and become like a select group of uh, followers, um, have to face something called the ascent, which is on the Spinechill Mountain, that basically tests the fortitude of the hero to prove themselves worthy of becoming a knight of cognition okay um and a lot of the knights of cognition are known to uh use force to get answers as much as they are um their tact and guile okay. so you you being someone who is going for as uh for those in the audience that don't know of the uh the oath of redemption the four tenets are uh patience um wisdom innocence and peace so yes. having uh Believing that anyone is going to be uh, innocent until proven guilty. Um, believing that people will come around uh, given enough time with patience. Mm-hmm. Uh, peace, uh, obviously using not using force unless needed. Mm-hmm. And the wisdom to know when to apply that force if it should be needed because it's a lost cause um, and only as a last instance. Which... Um, uh as a, as a amount, does bring you up, as you have been saying. Yes. Ah, well, um... Your, uh, your last few moments in Grendel haven't really proven that, have they? You immediately jumped to Tom was guilty in making it up.
1: I, yes, I remember. Um, I was trying to see how... other people might view the situation. Um because i i assume he's 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 innocent till proven guilty like like the oath says uh but i could see that other people might think he's just he's straight up lying and also um it it was it it was it was a a a logical solution to um assume that maybe he did it and i was trying to put that out there just as an option but i i i, I think he's innocent i was just trying
0: something frost Cleaver clears her throat you know that just because it is innocent until proven guilty we don't have to pretend like we're stupid and believe that nobody can do anything wrong and just looks very cuttingly towards uh, Zaphaon who takes a moment and kind of like just scoffs again and continues
1: you see i did I did think that, and um in all honesty, I did think for a brief second that maybe he was in the wrong um but i i you know i I wouldn't falsely convict someone unless I've got evidence that that makes sense, you know, like we everything we found, and obviously you guys all know this um everything we found in the house uh it uh doesn't say that he he is guilty so i wouldn't like uh uh, uh keep keep him in jail i i think he should be set free um but but i did have a, a brief moment where i thought he he may he may have done it um but it was just that one time
0: uh Alvarez kind of smiles and nods as she been saying. yes yes um please remember that uh um Ian is here um on our invitation not here on trial and uh, smiles towards the three of them and then looks back to you and says we i believe what you have done thus far has been perfect um you have uh you have um you've 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 addressed the issue and you have addressed the people involved with um respect and candor. Um I will only uh raise that moment I think Dizzy caught you a little bit with that um showing the picture but again there was a uh, there was a level of um trying to invoke emotion rather than um being just outright brutish.
1: Yes. No, thank you, my lady, my m- lord, my lady lord.
0: You can call us by our names, <laughs> it's fine okay, um thank you over so The reason we're here is because you need someone to give you power because up until now you have had a broomstick given to you as your protection, and you have had very little in terms of spells to be used i imagine i
1: i got I got these and gestures to. I don't know whether his weapons are with him in the dream yeah, you'd be fully
0: but, armored and stuff like that
1: like, i I got these but i, I don't I, I don't know how to use them really because i've never given fighting training and i don't really want to unless i have to
0: it's a very long cough singer, um if you uh, have a chat with that um bucket of bolts you've got i'm sure he'll be able to show you how to use them
1: oh, I, I, don't, meant... I don't know if dizzy knows that sort of thing
0: You'd be surprised he doesn't know good from bad, but he doesn't learn everything that his maker made him with and um dusty Molson mm. is notorious for his swordsmanship
1: okay thank you sir 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 sir, Alon. sir. S- sir, sir. <laughs>
0: he's such a dick i'm sorry
1: this is good because emma has an actual job interview on monday this is like a dry run (laughs) so where do you see yourself in
0: five years level five levels time
1: (laughs) possibly being one of the greatest paladins in the world sir (laughs)
0: um at five levels time you'll be level eight you shouldn't be anywhere near that
1: (laughs) i'll be one of the better paladins in the world so i can only hope to achieve your levels of greatness and fame
0: Ah, uh, you'll never meet Terry Crews. <laughs>
1: and I I only know Terry Crews as being um one of the renowned uh, paladins of the world, and um, he has done nothing but good. Um, <laughs> and I aspire to achieve the same level of recognition, sir.
0: Excellent. Um, so um, they all take a moment. Right, I feel so like I'm
1: an army interview.
0: <laughs> uh, Albrecht again, kind of us. Right. Well, um, you don't know who to pick without having. The information, so you know each of us in our in our things. Um, you know that I am the goddess of nature. You know that Frostcleaver is the goddess of light. You know that the Chasing Moon is the goddess, uh, the god of of night and the moon, um, and you know that Frostcleaver is the uh, uh, sorry, Zepharalon is the god god of knowledge. Um, Each of us are going to give you a bit of um, information. Um, So, uh, rather than having to play each of them playing characters, I apologise to take away from my tour de force. There's my voice acting.
1: (laughs) So it's like speed dating.
0: Yes. Um, So we're going to each give you our our opening gambit. And um, you you can ask any questions of us you like. If there's anyone you would specifically like to chat with more. There is no... There is no... um, expectation for you to lean towards one god or goddess and um, what feels right for you is what you should choose and then with that you will make an oath and then you will go back to your body well back to your spirit because i don't want to interrupt brenda um gambit at the moment <laughs> so um Alvarez explains that uh, she is looking for a champion of the natural order uh, she, as you will know, she has a thing called the loom of time or the loom of life at the top of uh, the tree in Glayfair, which is where uh, Hilaria is from. Hilaria's from. Um, and she focuses on keeping stories going across the land. Um, she is looking to keep the narratives flowing in the way they should and to protect land, the, the land that plays the backdrop to such stories. Evil can be tolerated but cannot be allowed to outgrow its time and place so with this one you would be you'd be looking much more in a as i said to you the other day these you're still going to be a redemption you're still going to be a dragonborn you're still going to have those things but there'll be a tinge to your magic uh where so this one will be although you're not a of the ancients which is the more druid paladin if you will you'll have like a green tinge to your magic when casting energy you'll have like a more natural kind of feel to it um abyssal speaks on behalf of the chasing wolf he wants to quell the disturbances of the peaceful night and although um we he he will also allow um more leniency on aggressive tactics if they should result in an outright peace so there is a level of like the 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 one of the attack ta- the the uh, tenants of your oath is to have violence as a last resort he's kind of giving you that Rather than it being Plan Z, it could be Plan H. Okay. <laughs> um, um Zeferalon What's his? What's his, Does he
1: have a magic tinge thing? Yeah.
0: So his would be moon. So you'll have much more like it'll look much more like moonlight coming out of uh, when, when the energy balls and such like that come from when you lay on hands. It'll look like like an eclipse sort of thing coming from your hands and um, Zepharalon. Uh, focuses more on the knowledge that can be gained from cooler heads. Um, He has followers that strike whilst the iron is hot, which makes answers as much as finds them. Uh, He is uh, interested in an option that would be uh, more um, calm and less standoffish. Uh, He's there, uh, he even says, as he gives you his opening gambit sort of thing, um, he is there as an option and not because he wants you as a, a follower. Um, And he by no means (coughs) makes any like qualms about like he does, it's not that he doesn't respect redemption paladins, it's just that his usual gambit is the uh, the other kind of like the Batman kind of one that we always see. I can't remember what it is, it's vengeance or something like that, where it's like I am a smile, I am a cleaving sword rather Mm -hmm. than um but yes uh, and then finally frost cleaver uh being a god of light
1: what's his sorry what's oh, the magic
0: so his will be cold uh his he's an ice dragon essentially um so is
1: it like silvery
0: and stuff or? yeah so uh, so imagine your breath weapon and the yeah. way you are and the way white dragons are it's that uh, sort of feel okay. and then finally frost cleaver yeah. being a goddess of light uh, will offer that in taking an oath that allows innocence and patience to prevail you're avoiding snuffing out any kindling fires that might not find their fuel without you. So it's much more focusing on that that kind of that tacit that uh, that tacit that tenant that you are innocent until proven guilty, and it's a lot, it, it's that thing of like looking into even the most evil of creatures may have like some motive energy that kind of sits within them that allows them to do the right thing at the right time such thing. okay
1: her magic
0: thing her magic thing so she's lava dragon so you're going to be having very like just not very lava at
1: the minute.
0: That's because, so you already know this. The picture that you saw when you were chatting with Torvik is this huge dragon that looks like it's made of lava. Right. Okay. You kind of every now and then when you look at it, the baubles that hang from her ears and stuff like that, and where yeah. the skin sags and stuff like that, it looks like the slow move of lava dropping okay. over her frame, sort of thing, okay. but in a much more human uh, fashion mm-hmm. rather than yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know that each of them have this ability. The dragon gods, Feralon, Floki, Frostcleaver. Alvarex and Brackenwaste um, all have the ability to turn into human function as well so they can show themselves uh, because they are all the children of a dragonborn and a human um, who were Aelstorm and Calvarex.
1: Pantheons. you yes, have to tell me how to spell half of these. After That's
0: this, fine. I'll send you the stuff so you've got these. Yeah. But each of them say these things and explain those bits um, and then just kind of open the floor to yourself. If you want to ask any questions to any of them specifically, or any just general questions. So,
1: a question to all of you: If I were to go with you, how is that going to help me with uh, the challenge that I'm doing now?
0: They each in turn uh, kind of look at each other, and they just looked at Alvarex, who has kind of been the master of ceremonies. Uh, so, um. The way that uh, this is working is that you as a paladin only have a certain amount of energy at the moment you um, I don't know if you've tried any of your uh, training in the Arcana to cast a spell but you're not going to be able to do the big kind of um, you you made the comment earlier of being the best paladin that you can be sort of thing you won't be able to sprout ethereal wings and soar over the uh, the battlefield sort of thing okay not at the moment anyway
1: no that's that's fine
0: but where, I don't
1: really like height.
0: Where, and you will already know this from your training. Um, where a wizard pulls his energy and magic from the book that he's writing in, where a bard uses the music or the performance that he is doing to uh, draw magic, your magic comes from your connection with one of us. Okay, yeah. Your prayers, in the same way a cleric does, your, your belief is a is a power in in itself there is a reason why there are tales of one or two clerics or paladins that have self-belief as their own magic it sounds mental but it if you believe in yourself enough okay in the same way if, if you believe in us enough we can give you so much more
1: okay i've got another question yep if you had to pick one of the other ones to recommend you can't recommend yourself you can only recommend one of the other three who would each of you recommend for me?
0: Uh, Alvarex, without dropping a beat, suggests uh, Frost Cleaver. Frost Cleaver suggests Abyssal Shade. Zepherolon suggests Abyssal Shade. And Abyssal Shade suggests Alvarex. Oh, no, that's
1: that's two votes for Abyssal Shade. None for Zepherolon.
0: They all kind of look towards him in that kind of like shy kind of way. Yeah, I get that. <laughs> Honestly, lad, you've got... It doesn't matter what we can do for you. You're going to be able to do the same things you can do as... Redemption or Redeemers, as they're referred to throughout the world, have the same kind of... You When you were doing your training and your friend Torvik was looking into doing certain other things, there are specific spells that are tacit to their... I keep saying tacit. They are integral to yeah, that.
1: That's the first time I've
0: heard. I keep saying that. Yes. It. Okay. Um, uh, they're they're integral to the the oath. Um, so, the the ancients look into more like Pass without a trace. Um, they look into uh, the more kind of like druidic spells. Uh, redemption is more scorching ray, branding smite that sort of thing. Uh, not redemption. Sorry, uh, vengeance. Yes. Redemption is much more so each paladin offers like protection to their companions um, be it through boosting their abilities or boosting their 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 energies you will have the ability to look after your friends in a way that most people couldn't
1: I learned from the books that um, I've got the uh, the emissary of peace Uh, that's something that I get and uh, Mm -hmm. I can do the uh, rebuke, the violent thing.
0: Nice way to bringing in the mechanics. <laughs> no,
1: no, no. Oh, I have got it right in front of me. No, that's fine. Mm. Uh,
0: But yeah, so either way, regardless if you're if you're praying to me or if you're praying to Frostcleaver, you're still gonna do those things.
1: Right, that doesn't that doesn't change. The
0: only me. way that this changes is that we each have a way that we expect you to work. Okay. So you have your four overriding jobs of be patient. Be wisdomous or wise.
1: Um, (laughs) I like the fact that he says that word as wisdomous, and I'm like, he would definitely say that. Ian's just like pretty sure that's not the right word. Okay, Uh, is it not Uh, (laughs) (laughs) wise?
0: Be uh, be peaceful and uh, believe in innocence before guilt. Nice way to bring
1: in the mechanics. Boom! Uh,
0: (laughs) But with each of us, you have a level of so. As you've already heard, Alvarex is expecting you to look after the land and to focus on the stories around you and allowing evil people need, as as Alvarex always says, evil people have as much a part to play as good people. Mm-hmm. But you've already met one of them this evening with Bren- Brennigan Finn. Yeah, He is currently a problem in Nomadia. He is the big boy that... Brendelwick has placed here to to test everyone. He's already taken out several of the people that signed up to do this. Right. And that's technically spoilers for later. And he looks at um, Alvarex, who is already looking very angry about this. (sighs) But at the same time, you need to know what's going on.
1: Okay.
0: Brennigan is going to come in and is going to fuck shit up. Oh. And you've got to stop him. Okay. But do you stop him allowing him to do what he does pointing towards Alvarex? do you um points towards abyssal do you take the higher ground where available but you punish him for what he does he points towards Frostcleaver and says um do you believe that brennigan can be changed and fight him with words not swords or in my opinion do you take what you can learn about him and use it to your advantage But only at the last moment do you strike him rather than question
1: that makes sense thank you for for putting it in context of something that's actually happening um it's always i find it's always better to learn with with like doing things i guess rather than i found book learning kind of challenging
0: um these three will tell you lovely little tales, and they will give you the nice shiny things. Abyssal less so because he's a little zany, um, and Abyssal just looks in. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I've
1: got a very, very important question. Yep. And Ian smiles a little bit because it's not an important question at all. <laughs>
0: what? I get to tell gods to do what things. What
1: does my holy symbol look like for each of yours? This <laughs> is What's it look like?
0: Very important question. Um, Very
1: important. <laughs> what colour is it? How big is it?
0: Well, they'll be similar to the the uh, the symbols that you would be used to uh, for each of us. Because
1: this, is, I was going to say, because I I so I've always had it in my head that a holy symbol is like just wearing like a cross around your neck, you know, like nuns do yeah. and stuff like that. So it would be a necklace with a thing on the end of it. But I'm now just curious, Gary, so is it
0: in the shape of a war? There there are different versions of the so you've got like a it could be like a cross around your neck, it could be in that kind of old school um you know, the knights who have that sheet yeah. of that shows the colour of the yeah. of the flag that they're um uh, betrothed to, not betrothed, they're um sworn to. Yeah. Um but yeah, they do have several different things. They would each essentially be let Me pull up my uh, my document so I can read these exactly for you because only one of them doesn't exist on this list. Um, uh, no, it's fine, it's Musical good da, da,
1: da, 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 da. So, um,
0: for Frost Cleaver, um, the logo of Frost Cleaver is a volcano of purples and violets. Oh, yeah, so you would have uh, a sigil of a volcano erupting um, in those colors. Nice, um
1: are these all necklaces unless you tell me otherwise
0: that they can be held, we you'd make your holy symbol in the way you want it so if yeah. you want it as a necklace if you want it as like on your breastplate it appears as like a holy symbol if you want it on a sheet that hangs around your 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 belt sort of thing um
1: i've always thought the necklace one's the easiest because some of the spells you have to hold it and so if it's just around your neck the whole time you could just yeah. it's easier to grab it in the heat of the moment you don't have to fiddle
0: that's fine. Um, Zephyrilon's uh, symbol is an open book with a quill across it. Um,
1: I mean, that's the. They're both very cool.
0: Uh, Alvarex's symbol is an acorn against a leaf. Yep. And then, um, without stealing it from where it, it kind of comes from a little bit, um, the um, the symbol of uh, the chasing wolf is a head that it's it's a it's basically a little wolf that's curled up where it's biting onto its tail uh, in, in marble okay so it's kind of like the oroboros kind yes. of snake but it's also like um if you've seen the uh you will have seen it because i know you've seen it but for our audience uh the symbol for the witcher tv show where yes. they have the wolf's head the yeah. the sparrow or the, the bird sorry yeah uh, and yes
1: okay thank you thank you um,
0: <clears throat> what I will say, and this is something that we need to get off our chests right now, or not our chests, but make sure that you know what you sign up to today is basically what you were signing up to in Cradle Rock or in Tauren. Um You'll be signing your life to allegiance and in patronage to one of us. You may have also read of something known as the oath breaker, Aye. Or what is known as When a Paladin Goes Evil. Yeah. If you break your tenant, yeah. even one of them, you will answer to us. Whichever one of us you swear oath to, you will have to answer to us for that. We will judge you accordingly, and there may be retribution for that. But there also may be acceptance of your actions for a greater being. If it's going to take a lot to make you into an oath breaker, especially as someone who is, uh, who is uh, looking at innocence before guilty, but at the same time it means that you are a much easier push as well. Okay. Because all you need to do is strike someone without asking and suddenly you are breaking your oath. Okay. And that's not to say that you need to ask. If you swear a fealty to me, I'm not saying that every time you go into battle, you have to say, "How do I, am I allowed to hit him? I'm saying that if there is no other way of getting around it, you're going to come up to something when you awake later that that puts this very question into being for you. Do you fight that person or do you try to talk them down first? Or do you see that they're not listening? And then there's that okay. thing of if you break your oath, you lose power. Okay. If you go full if you go full oathbreaker
1: But you're gonna say full boil, If you're a full boil <laughs>
0: If you go full oath breaker, there is no turning back. No. You don't get a second chance. Okay you will probably find yourself being approached in the same way you've had tonight with a very new select group of friends wanting to know if you would like some power. But also, those friends that you've made whilst being awake, Dizzy, Elknib, laria. don't think that they're going to hang around if you suddenly go oathbreaker, because it's the sort of person you don't want to be friends with if you're friends like them
1: okay i don't i don't even know at this minute if we're if we're friends or if we're just people who are trying to solve the challenges together don't know if i'd ever see any of them afterwards we're all very different people
0: laria Co- sorry alvorex Coughs, yes um from what i know you will be spending quite a bit of time together uh for the foreseeable oh i can't promise that that is set in stone but well, that's alright. Reading the loom suggests that you go on to some great things together if if the chance is right.
1: Oh, that, that's, that, yeah, that's alright. I, I like them. I just, I don't, know, I don't know if we're really friends yet. We're just colleagues, I guess. Anyway, um, <clears throat> I've made a decision. What do I do?
0: gestures towards the plinth you know, if you would like to uh take the floor and let us know your side of things
1: okay and um he walks up to the plinth to stand behind the plinth i assume when you say plinth you mean like a lectern or yeah something like,
0: like uh a the, the the lectern stood at the so behind you've got welcoming and you've got the chairs in almost like a uh a sermon kind of like yeah, service like a pulpit type yeah. thing but well.
1: okay um <clears throat> thank you all for uh, uh giving me the information I needed. Thank you. Well, it's been um it was hard. I didn't know what I was gonna do before I came here and you're all very different but also very similar, um obviously because uh, Paladin. Um I I've never been in, in a fight, uh not not much. Um obviously obviously you know that uh, with, um, what happened with Dusty and, and that, that there, but I've not seen a lot of violence. I've not partaken in any, any violence. Um, so, so I don't know at this point if that's something that I'd be any good at or, or I'd like to do. Um, but it would, I would like to be able to do it if it was necessary, um, without breaking my oath or, uh, Having to to ask permission on, um, so based on everything that I have heard, um, I would like to swear my allegiance to Abyssal Shade.
0: Sorry, I shouldn't laugh at that. Why? because for our audience, they don't know this, but Abyssal Shade was the druid that I played I know. In, <laughs> in one of one of our um, uh, one shots we played a long time ago. But the just... funny
1: bit is, I, I, although before this, obviously the audience don't know, but before this game, you told me a little bit about the gods, but yeah. I had no idea where this was going to go until this speed dating session. So, <laughs> so I've made my decision based entirely on what you've said in the last half no, that's hour. Cool.
0: That's cool. <laughs> so they all take a moment and <laughs> just nod. Um, you can see that um, Frost Cleaver looks the most um, kind of, not upset, but like, disheartened
1: i'm sorry uh and he notices it because it's um i did like you you were my second choice um apologies to um uh um I, I i like i like i like everything that everybody said um so Sarah Line, I I know about you the most because my parents follow you, and so I've 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 grown up knowing about you. Or the other three I didn't know much about other than what I'd read in books. So me and you in person was really helpful. Um I, I just it was it was and it sounds really bad, but it was probably the thing about about violence that swung it and being able to to I know I know for the oath that violence is an option anyway, but it's like the last resort and from what I've done so far and experienced in this challenge, I feel like Abyssal Shade is probably the the better one for me.
0: Um They all kind of nod and uh, understanding and Um and each of them kinda of look at you and then Zephyral the just kind of laughs and slaps Abyssal on the back and goes ah best choice um and then um he they all had this moment of nodding and bowing towards you and um I e- bow back. E- each of them in turn kind of say goodbye to you um and then start to walk towards the door of the uh of the observatory but abyssal stays and walks up behind the uh the p- podium with you or the lectern with you um and will be giving you your oath oh dear
1: <laughs> I feel sad for Frost Cleaver now
0: oh she's a bitch isn't she <laughs> only
1: because I keep picturing Summer from Spiritfarer oh, no, no, no. exactly <laughs> and I like her and she's all innocent and stuff
0: it's fine it's fine um, well, you'll have a chance to meet her in the world because she yeah. lives in the world um, and you'll realise that you you do, you still get to have that friend <laughs> okay. especially as a holy person yeah. um, but so um Abyssal steps forward and goes, right, um, this is not the usual thing for me. I am, uh, as I say, I'm not usually uh, so uh, active in the evening. I don't know why, um, especially as someone who is uh, chasing moon. Um,
1: anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the audience can't see that chest you
0: just do if it's so um Chasing moon. So, please, Ian, if I may be so bold, um, will you go down to one knee for me? Okay. and bow your head I do
1: I do
0: and as he does this um, you he um, does a gesture um, where he pulls into being this beautiful you can see it out of the corner of your eye because he does it in, in uh, um, waist height so it's just at the top of your vision he flicks his hand and as he does this beautiful long sword made of moonlight comes out of his hand um, you knowing about druids know that they don't work with metal so swords and such like that um doesn't seem to be something that they would use much mm-hmm. unless it's uh like the the armor not the armor, the uh, handles are like wrapped with leather and such but this doesn't seem to have anything over it looks like astral energy running down the blade the handle itself looks to be carved out of rock And he uh, he swings it once or twice, uh, just testing it. Nowhere near you, obviously. It doesn't behead you. (laughs) That was
1: really awkward. (laughs) And then he
0: takes a moment and places it on your shoulder as Ian. Perfect time. By the way, just because this is going to be a long episode. (laughs) Sirenscape. Has been perfect in the background of this. I've loved well, it listening has, to. It has
1: come in at the right time.
0: I, I've used the uh, Library of Arcana for the background. It's been beautiful throughout all of this. That,
1: that little noise we've just heard <sighs> came in earlier as well. And I was like,
0: "Oh, that's perfect." <laughs> so he places the blade on your shoulder, and it feels like a. It feels like there's a moment as it touches you, even through your your uh, your armor. It feels like a cool evening breeze it feels like one of those nice like just before autumn's kicking in and you get that nice breeze coming in but it's also off after a hot day sort of thing and it's chilling but also delightful um he reads out from somewhere that you can't see because he's stood above you as ian do you swear to use violence as a last resort for diplomacy and understanding to be the path for long lasting peace i do Ian, do you believe that all people are born innocent and have a chance at redeeming themselves should they stray from the path? I do. Do you believe that all change takes time? Do you offer change to those that need it and will you stand by them in their time of need?
1: I do, I will,
0: and I will. And finally, you pledge yourself to focus on the energies and the life force of all those that should need it and judge only when necessary I do then stand mm-hmm. you stand and he uh, as as you do he raises the blade and places it on your other shoulder and then he flicks it um, in this beautiful arcing like the guy doesn't seem the sort of person that uses a blade he, he um you from every story that everyone talks about about him he has this staff that he walks around with very much in this kind of old man walking stick that he leans into but when he has been in battles and the stories of his battles that quarter staff hurts <laughs> he's the sort of person that makes a broomstick look deadly um, um yes um but he flicks it in this beautiful arcing fashion and as he then holds it in place He holds it in this kind of service fashion where the blade runs across his other forearm Uh and offers the hilt towards you.
1: Okay, I take it.
0: This is your sword. Gingerly. (laughs) This is your sword.
1: Okay. It's
0: known as the Moonblade. Whilst serving under the name of the Chasing Wolf, the Moonblade will serve you. Thank you. It will show you the time it is needed rather than expecting you to know. However, if there is a moment the blade does not come forth and you need it, your will and your judgement will summon the blade.
1: Thank you. What if it's the wrong time? And I summon it at the wrong time.
0: You will know after.
1: Oh okay.
0: There is a ongoing conversation between you and I. Okay. We will speak when needed. When you call out to me as your deity now. I will come to you and I will give you what I can. But if you break your oath, or if you come close to breaking your oath, there will be conversation. Now go.
1: I will. I bow again. He bows to you. Thank you. Where do I go? Back to bed. So I'm going to walk back out through the door I came in.
0: Cool. Go back to bed. You fall back asleep and that's where we will end this you will awake for when you awake in the so as we said at the beginning of this um this is the first time that you fall asleep after the events of bradigan finn flying off and you chasing him and finding the note so if you guys sleep in krendel it'll be whilst you're sleeping in krendel okay. if you leave krendel you will be on the outskirts of krendel um and be sleeping in the fields and then you will uh, come back towards the uh, the observatory um, to have this moment. Okay. Uh, and when you awake, um, what happens in our session that we record for for dating weird funds, um, okay. the episodes that we record tomorrow, when you fall asleep and when you wake up, will be what happens in that session. But this yeah. is the dream that you've. All of this happens in that dream. You, if you sleep for five minutes, or if you sleep for five hours this happens in that five minutes or five okay. hours
1: okay
0: you will also awake with that blade <coughs> which i will give you the stats for
1: okay cool
0: once i've uh written it out properly <laughs> because i have each of them had a thing they were going to give you yes um, I just need and I had like what I want it to do I just need <laughs> to write it specifically in a way that will make sense for you and also yeah, okay. <laughs> I can write it on D&D Beyond so you can have it as an actual item as well
1: oh thank you because I, I, that would be helpful
0: yes anyway um, thank you very much for listening as you can already tell because uh, I, I kept looking at the clock every time I
1: don't know how long it was I remember looking at the clock when it said um, 1638 and so we've been playing for at least half hour.
0: We've been playing for 58 minutes as of now.
1: Okay well let's turn <laughs> this off.
0: So uh, yes um, Hi, this, has been, this has been a separate episode um, <laughs> yes. I, I look forward to uh, hopefully less less uh, specials but just brief I, moments. I look forward
1: to more Russian wolf.
0: <laughs> the joy of the uh the, the joy I'll give you a bit more information off sure, yeah, uh, yeah. uh about Abyssal as well now that he is your god and we can have chats and you can ask any questions off air that might be pertinent Yeah But yes, uh thank you very much for listening. Thank you for um, you as always. Please go check us out on Twitch um yeah. for twitch.tv forward slash the bingo bang bang. Check us out on YouTube, which is depending on where you're listening or watching us from, uh, obviously you will know about one of these. Um,
1: check us out 16caddlekeeps.com
0: 16caddlekeeps.com for all the information such as the world building yep. which has all this information, for information on and your players
1: stuff
0: your like that if you want that yes um, and also check out the podcast where, as a where you can and also share us with people that you think might like us
1: yes because, share us you with know, everybody and who if, doesn't like
0: us and if you want to get, <laughs> if you want to share some podcasts with us give me a tweet uh, uh, DM 42 and we'll, uh, we'll have a chat on there as well. Yes. Uh, and uh, always see these great community stories that we all share because this is what uh, d is best. Yes. Community storytelling. I
1: like community storytelling. Anyway,
0: okay. thank you very much for listening, Emma. Thank you very much for playing. Thank um, you,
1: Steve, very much for writing
0: and reading. we shall see you uh, next week for another episode of 16 Candle Keeps. Yay. Bye for now. Bye. Thank you for listening to 16 Candle Keeps. Your players were Emma Bamford as Ian. Jade Leanne Pierce as Ilaria Lunala and Liam Thornton as Alknib Ayodelsa. Your DM was Steve Archer. Background music was created using the Sirenscape Fantasy app. Find out more of Sirenscape's work at sirenscape.com or go to tinyurl.com forward slash 16 sirenscape. That's 16 as a number, sirenscape one word. This is where you can find the exact soundscapes that were used in today's episode. Thank you for listening and we'll see you next time.